Harvest Australia Church podcast. We're so glad you're listening today. We pray this blesses you and encourages you. And if you want to get in touch with us or find out more about our ministry, please check out our website or social media. We pray you have a great day. I want you to do one more just little exercise this morning. I want you to stand quickly. Give Ryan a hand as he comes to preach this morning. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much, Marty. Great to see you guys. Love you heaps. And what a wonderful community uh, we are here. And I hope that you had a um, great um, Saturday and survived the heat. Who went down to the beach? Yeah. And uh, got wet, got saturated. And how many people are enjoying the cool change? Loving it. Yeah, I love it. I love going running. I went for a run yesterday morning and um, one of our former next door neighbours said, uh, I see Ryan running all the time. She works at Chemist Louise's in there. Sometimes I just want to give him a beer and say, sit down, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I find it refreshing. Uh, so, yeah, it's been wonderful. And um, I'm really excited about this first Sunday of 2018. I I sense the prophetic here today. And uh, so what a wonderful morning uh, we have here. You know, one of the values of Harvest Australia Church is presence. And uh, I just want to really focus on His presence this morning and share around that and share that I sense a really strong um, year of thriving in His presence. That word thriving has uh, come to me again and again Towards the close of last year, we're in a team meeting and uh, Marty uh, was sharing about his vision and uh, he mentioned the word thriving and it just stayed with me and such a um, big word over us. And so I prophesy that we're, we're moving from areas in our lives where we've been in survival mode or even striving mode. We're going from survive, surviving and striving into thriving so I declare thriving. I declare the Spirit's presence here increasing upon us because when it comes to thriving, things grow in healthy places. And you are going to grow like never before. 2018, you're graduating to a new level of maturity and authority as the presence of God is moving in this place as you're planted here in this community with roots going down. It's going to, there's going to be a time of refreshment I see things in your lives, you know, going full circle, like the two circles in an eight. Full circle. He's going to refresh you. He's going to revitalize you. The life of God. You know, Christ uh, is what, who I'm interested in ministering this morning through the word, through the preaching. And uh, Christ um, is, is, uh, is the center. He's who we're gathered around this morning. So come on. All right, let's pray together. Lord, I just thank you so much, Christ Jesus, for who you are. Lord, you are here in this place. And this morning, Lord, we acknowledge your presence here. Even as we've shared communion and worshipped. Lord, we pray that your presence would increase today in our community, intensify. Come and manifest the presence of the triune God, Holy Spirit. Christ is here. Oh, Lord, we thank you so much. Open up your word today, Lord, as um, I share. And I pray that, yeah, your, the, the ministry of, of who you are, your life would fill the spaces and places of our lives that we might thrive this year 
in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on. Well, it says in the Word, when you come together, if anyone has a psalm, and uh, I felt um, that Psalm 92 was over us this morning. And actually, I noticed that Psalm 90 to 92 is a collection of psalms. And there's a real focus on His presence in those psalms, dwelling in His presence. You might like to open up to that section in the psalms, dwelling in Him. And uh, one of the big calls on my life is to share about intimacy with God, to encourage the next generation to walk with Him, to, uh, to, to go deep with Him. And uh, so um, these psalms really capture what it means to have intimacy with God. And uh, because the New Testament is in the Old Testament, um, uh, we can see, like, sorry, concealed? Is that the right way of saying it? Concealed, yep. Because we can see Christ in the Old Testament, it opens up to us and we're edified. And so um, when you look at Psalm 90, it starts with, Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout the generations. And well, from generation to generation, Lord, you are our dwelling place. And that's um, a psalm of Moses. And so whether it was in Egypt or in the wanderings of the wilderness, Moses had a revelation that it was him that was the dwelling place. It was God that he lived inside of, that um, he could re have relationship with. Wherever he went, whatever he was faced with, that it was from that place of being with God that he could live and, and move forward into the purposes of God. And then we have Psalm 91, famous psalm, that he who dwells in the secret place of, of the Almighty God shall abide, well, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Another dwelling psalm, dwelling in him. It talks about God's deliverance in that psalm. And uh, then we hit Psalm 92. And uh, I've been reading these three psalms in the uh, Passion, parts of these psalms in the Passion Translation. And it's very cool because Psalm 90 is... Uh, Brian Simmons calls it God the Eternal. Psalm 91, he says, safe and secure. And uh, Psalm 92, a Sunday morning song of praise. So here we are, Sunday morning, 2018. And uh, would you read with me from verse 10? It says, your anointing has made me strong and mighty. You've empowered my life for triumph. By pouring fresh, say fresh, fresh oil over me. You've said that those lying in wait to pronounce on me would be defeated. Pounce on me would be defeated. And now it's happened right in front of my eyes. And I've heard their cries of surrender. Yes, look how you've made all your lovers to flourish. Say flourish, flourish like a palm tree each one growing in victory, standing with strength. You've transplanted them into your heavenly courtyard. Here's the dwelling part. Where they are thriving before you. For in your presence, they will still overflow and be anointed. Even in their old age, they will stay fresh. 
there's that fresh word. Because luscious fruit, say fruit, fruit and abiding faithfully. Listen to them with pleasure. They still proclaim, you are so good. You're my beautiful strength. You've never made a mistake with me. So this year we're going to thrive because we love the presence of God. We're going to be those that are fresh. We're going to be those that are flourishing. And we're going to be those that are fruitful. Come on. And uh, I noticed that in the intern little flyer that it says, uh, developing thriving and fruitful leaders. And that's for all of us. You know, he's raising up this year those that are thriving and those that are fruitful. But how do you be that way? How do you live this victorious Christian life? It comes down to a love for his presence, such a heart for him. And I remember um, coming here to this church as a 17-year-old. And one of the things that stood out to me so loud and clear was, wow, this community really loves to be with him in his presence. And when you, when you host him in that way, then anything could happen. Miracles could happen. And I remember Rob um, and Marie, Marie's back being healed and Rob being saved that night. And I was astounded. And I remember coming home from a, a, another time as a young man and carrying the presence of God, coming home from the BMX track. And there was a Bible study happening in my house. And I felt, wow, Jesus is here. The one that I've heard about, the one that I've uh, grown up hearing my parents speak about, I can feel him here this morning. And I went to bed um, uh, in, in nights after those Bible studies because I started joining in. I thought, wow, this is supernatural. And I started to rest in that presence and enjoy him in that way and read the Word of God and pray. And I um, uh, would, would just get down on my knees in the bedroom and just start praying and, and ministering to him and just enjoying his presence and I started to realize, I know God. I, I'm friends with Jesus. And the Holy Spirit's presence would come in the room in a very manifest way and very powerful way. And I started to realize when I left that place that he was still with me. And, uh, you know, I had these Levi jeans that were really cool back then coming back. And I would wear, like, I would, I would kneel on the floor and the carpet would, would make holes in the jeans. And then I'd like, work on our fruit orchard that we lived on and buy another pair. But I wish I'd kept them because that'd be so cool now, you know, <laughs> those jeans. Anyway, that's just a bit of fun there. And I would, um, you know, go up to Belair National Park, for those who know there, or Scotts Creek National Park, go on the orchard, hours and hours of just praying, seeking God. And I thought, maybe I could be a hermit. This would actually be really, really good because I had so much pleasure so much satisfaction, so much security just in knowing Him, just in being His friend. And when I was faced with something that I didn't know what to do, um, I would remember that same sense that I got when I read the Word of God and He would speak to me through the Word of God. And when I was faced with something I didn't have the Bible with me, I'd realise He's here with me. What's He communicating to me right now? And when I would sense life, I would know, yes, this is right. I was being led by his life. I was being led by his presence. And uh, I started to really enjoy that. And when I started work as a teacher, um, I thought, why do I have to do this teaching gig? I just want to, you know, go pray and preach, um, you know, around the world and stuff like that. And 
God had to teach me that, that it was in the practical things of everyday life in doing smooth, small things with him that, that he would manifest himself to me in incredible ways also. That, of course, he's omnipresent. God is everywhere. But when we acknowledge him, when we seek him first, he is all around us in an incredible way. And when we live like that, we say, Jesus, you are Lord. And whatever you want to do right now, I'm going to move into that. And uh, that became to cause me to go into incredible opportunities in life and um, experiences. And uh, I had to learn, though, that even when I wasn't able to get away with God, that I could start to practice his presence in, in my relationships, in, in doing administration and work like that. And so I started to do that. And I thought, I started to realize this is the same, pre- this is the same reality that I had in my bedroom when I was just with God. And I thought, this is good. And now that I'm a dad, I hardly ever get any time to go away and pray by myself. But in being with my daughters and just acknowledging, seeking him in those moments, his presence comes all around. I'm doing life with him. And, you know, I've discovered that Jesus is really fun loving. And uh, he, he really enjoys to do those basic things. And so I see that we're thriving and we're going to be fruitful and fresh out of the, beyond the walls of this building. We're going to be able to learn to practice His presence so much that we'll, we'll be ones that uh, take this life of God, that there's that, that boundary between the sacred and secular. Just, it doesn't matter. Everything becomes, becomes an opportunity for us to live from the place of dwelling with Him. And so this is what I'm sharing with you this morning about when we identify with Christ in every area of our life, we can have intimacy with Him. We can find that place of where He is um, with us. You know, Christ is in us and, and we're in Christ. So we're totally in union with Him. We're one with Him. You are close to God. You can't get closer than that, can you? And so then it's a revealing. And I'm finding more and more as I get older that often it's this unlearning and undoing a revealing of, of Christ in me and spending time meditating on, on Christ is, is uh, so powerful. Uh, there was a monk um, in Christian heritage, his, history, historical heritage, who was a mystic and his name was Brother Lawrence. And he wrote a famous book called The Practice of the Presence of God. Has anyone heard of that book? Yeah. And uh, it's really cool. If you, It's a classic. And uh, he actually came from a very um, traumatic background as a young man. He went to war. He saw some horrific things. And uh, he thought to himself, I'm going to be a monk. I want to serve the church. Maybe there's a pathway of healing for me. And uh, this was because when he was younger, he saw a tree that was barren and he realized the tree won't stay like that forever. There will be rejuvenation that comes. And so he uh, knew that that would happen in his life and uh, that that he would thrive, you know, eventually. So he uh, joined this uh, brotherhood of monks and his job was actually being a chef and cooking. And he discovered that if he could pray while he was doing Um, dishes, while he was doing basic things, that he would experience God's presence. He would 
he would uh, experience Christ. And what happened was this just humble uh, man um, who wasn't even a priest would do this and people would come into that environment of the kitchen and be absolutely refreshed by the atmosphere around him. And, you know, the uh, fish uh, guys would drop off fish and they'd, they'd be like, whoa, what is happening here? You can imagine. And uh, so he was cultivating the presence of God in his life. And I've found that, um, you know, this is a, a lifestyle that we can choose to live. And uh, I've, I'm, for where I'm at at the moment, I want to be so sensitive to his presence because I, I just want to be with Jesus, you know, uh, I, I don't, I, I want him so much that I know that sometimes it looks countercultural, sometimes it looks unique or obscure, but actually, do you know what, when you carry him and, and walk with him, people look at your life and it's so attractive. It's so irresistible to people. They're drawn to you like a magnet. Who's discovered that in their lives, you know? Um, and you just, you try it. You walk through Marion Shopping Centre after time with the Lord and people will look at you. And uh, I've, um, I, I've uh, found that, you know, that when we um, live that lifestyle internally, that inner life of his presence, that any given moment uh, of, of struggle and anxiety, we can go back to him. It's not trying to get something or, or trying to get a healing because the healing is inside of you. So going back to Christ inside of you, again, I just want to mention, you stop, still yourself, and you start to meditate and contemplate. Jesus Christ lives inside of me. And uh, there's another famous uh, mystic called Madame Guyon. Has anyone heard of her? This is now in the 1700s. And she was a very beautiful lady. And people thought, why doesn't she go and, you know, make her fortune and, um, you know, be this famous person because she discovered Christ. She just wanted to sit, be with the Lord all the time. But she learned her calling was to teach other people what she discovered about intimacy with God. And so she would teach the um, paupers, the working class people how to pray. She said, just stop, be still and meditate, contemplate. Then, you know, cultivate that under that awareness that you are with, that he is with you, that his presence is there. It's, his presence doesn't leave, leave us, it's just that we forget. And uh, these people worked so hard in France in that day, but they discovered that the ones that she was teaching about intimacy with God were not tired at the end of the day. In fact, they had, I think they had more energy. And so it's about being strong with ourselves and saying, uh, if things get funky with our emotions or uh, wobbly in our thought life, to just go back and to align ourselves with Christ in us and to agree with, with his truth in the Word of God. And sometimes that's reading passages that take us in, that are a passageway that take us into the reality of who Christ is. Come on. I, I, I look up to and I'm inspired by people I know are friends with Jesus. More than talented or charismatic people or gifted people, I'm inspired by those that love the Lord Jesus, that love His presence. And I know who they are. I do. And uh, I was so inspired as a young man. My friend, uh, we were walking on, working on the orchard together, and he said that he was behind, walking in the street with a, um, behind a pastor 
And this pastor didn't know that he was there. I think it was Ashley Evans or, or Russell Evans. And he was just walking along praying in tongues. And uh, I remember him saying this to me. I'm like, whoa, that guy is not only being a man of God in church, but out on the streets. And I started to practice that just wherever I go. And I, I discovered that when you do that, you're not intimidated by the world. You're not intimidated by, um, you know, people's faces, things around you, stimulus all about you. You're just not distracted because you're so safe and secure. Like Psalm 91, you're so dwelling in an eternal reality like Psalm 90 that you are in that place. And maybe Psalm 92 is a psalm that was sung on the Sabbath and Brian Simmons calls it the Sunday Psalm, to remind us, to refresh us in that reality so that we can come into that place of His presence. I would never want to see Western Christianity become a machine whereby there's extremely uh, dynamic leaders, dynamic, you know, funds coming in. But there's people that aren't connected with Christ and aren't intimate with Him. So much can be achieved without a strong relationship with Him. That's Christendom, you know, something that looks like Christianity but isn't necessarily connected to Christ, intimate with Christ. And so what if, though, a whole community said, we are going to be those that choose His presence Let's say your presence is most important. Jesus, you're the centre of our attention. We will allow ourselves to be undone of other things that we've learnt, unlearn things so that we peel back the layers and Christ is revealed. And so this is what we, and Christ is manifested. And, you know, they practised uh, the Lord's table, as Marty read in, in Acts chapter twenty. And um, then they were sent off. And, you know, from that place, they were, he went all night. That's how much he was thriving. He's like, let's go. Let's go out into the world now. And uh, I just want to pick up on some images in Psalm 92 that uh, really struck out to me. And uh, one of them was of that you anoint my head with fresh oil, fresh oil. And uh, when we think about oil, oil speaks of the Holy Spirit. And this word used in Psalm 92 is a word about mingled. That's also mentioned in Leviticus. Mingled. Oil. Do you know anointed one, Messiah? Messiah means anointed one, sorry. And anointing, an image of that is oil being poured out on someone um, and uh, covering them for, for an assignment, for a purpose, for a calling. You have been anointed by Him. You are mingled with the Messiah. You are one with the Holy Spirit. He's an all-inclusive Spirit because He brings everything of the all-inclusive Christ. Everything that He's done in His death, everything He's um, accomplished in His resurrection and in His ascension and glorification comes to you in one distilled, dosed, undiluted powerful rush of the Holy Spirit. You think of David when he was anointed by Samuel as the king. It said that the Spirit rushed upon him. You've been anointed with the Spirit. He, he brought you everything. And uh, so I, I wanted to encourage you that 
with that this morning, that there's fresh anointing for us when we come to the realisation of His presence in our lives. We can experience that fresh flow of Him. I believe that oil never stops flowing, never stops coming on, on us freshly. There's more, there's more, there's more. And that oil lubricates, it stops us from getting dry. That oil um, makes us shine. And uh, I've got a little illustration here. I found, saw this in the cupboard this morning, cedar oil. And, uh, and so I just want to, uh, who was I thinking? Tom, come up here this morning. You come up. Give him a clap. Yeah. It's a fresh oil. You know, you start to think about this new year that I'm going into, I need a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit. I need a fresh impartation. I need to get alone with God and allow Him to come over me, cover me, come upon me, rush over me. I want to be energized by Him. I want to be empowered by the mingled one with me, the Messiah, the anointed one, Christ. I want to be empowered by grace. I want to do these great things for Him. And in that place, you're triumphant. In that place, you're victorious. Come on. The next picture I want, not only are we going to be fresh, we're going to, we're going to flourish like a palm tree. You know, a palm tree, when you see it, uh, it's tall, it's strong. And uh, a palm tree can make a desert place a paradise place, can't it? You know, a palm tree, when the wind comes, it might bend over, but it comes back. It stands tall. And, uh, you know, I've got my little palm I grabbed off one of the trees here. It just keeps going, praising God. I feel like that this year you guys are going to be planted in the house of the Lord with your root system deep in Him. Doesn't matter what storms you might face, you're going to come right back up. You're going to praise God in that place, you know. You know, those... The, those uh, palm trees produce dates, don't they? God's updating your attitude that you're going to praise Him. You're going to be saturated with Him uh, this year, you know, standing tall in, in who He is. And that the third image I want uh, to, to encourage you is that fruitful. It says even in their old age, even in their old age, they're going to bear fruit. I mean, one with Christ, you know, Jesus said, abide in me. Do you know that word abide also means dwell or remain? So we're going to dwell in the house of the Lord. We're going to ab abide in Christ. We're going to remain in His presence. We're going to practice His presence. We're going to just stay one with Him. And the life of God will flow through us and the byproduct will be fruit. And position yourself in that place of, of, of oneness with Christ. And uh, I just want to invite the musicians to, to come forward. And uh, this, is, this is exciting. <laughs> so for you guys uh, this year, I, 
I just want to say again, I, I, I believe prophetically that striving is over. If the Bible and the New Testament have given us radical permission to live victorious, it's, it may be time for us to say enough is enough. <laughs> I'm not going to be a, a survivor. I'm going to be a thriving one. I'm going to thrive in Christ. I see for this morning some people going to a fresh start, a fresh, uh, a, a refreshment of, of your calling. You know, when David was uh, persecuted and an outlaw for eight years with Saul, after that, he was anointed by Samuel prior to that. But then after that season, he was anointed again. He was anointed again. A fresh anointing came upon him. I see for, for others here this morning, it's a new stage, a new stage in maturity. You say, I'm going to grow up. I'm gonna, my attitude's going to go further into uh, the agreement with the Word of God, like a palm tree. I see fruitful season this year, fruitful crop this year for, for many of us. Um, it's going to be fruit that you, you, you didn't realise was uh, possible in your life. But it's going to come out of not trying but trusting and, and just every day getting up and, and acknowledging His presence, get, opening up the Word of God and discovering Him, rediscovering Him, finding a, finding a passage that will just speak into that current situation. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I've, I feel like that this year... Um, that some of you guys are going to change the way that you speak, the way that you um, hold yourself. And I just want to encourage you just to stand up right now. I just want you to visualize prophetically, meditate that Christ is just in you, that Christ is around you. I want you to imagine His oil coming upon you, the Spirit coming upon you, fresh Refreshing you, refreshing your thinking. I want you to imagine yourself standing tall and saying, I'm, I'm going to stand my ground this year. The Lord's put me in this position. I'm going to stand like a palm tree. I'm going to praise God. I'm going to make hard places a paradise. Just imagine yourself right now. As a branch connected to Him, connected to the source. Just start to breathe in deeply and relax. I just see this a year of greater ease, of rest. Come on, Sunday, resting, working from a place of rest. Thank you, Jesus. So, read that last verse um, of Psalm ninety-two. Listen to them with pleasure; they still proclaim. You're so good. You're my beautiful strength. You've never made a mistake with me. 
You know, people are going to look at this community and say, wow, you are so good, God. Look at those guys going for it.